The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for Christ the King Sunday, the last Sunday of the church year. We're looking at Ezekiel 34 verses 11 to 16 and 23 and 24. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel, in the ravines, and in all the settlements in the land. I will tend them in a good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land, and there they will feed in a rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them and have them lie down, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. My dear friends in Christ, about five weeks ago we looked at Isaiah chapter 5, verses 1 to 7. That was a section which was entitled, The Song of the Vineyard. And in that song, there was a little bit of a dialogue that went on between the prophet Isaiah and the Lord. And, well, Isaiah began by talking about how the Lord planted a vineyard on a fertile hillside. And what he was talking about really is how God had chosen the Israelite nation to be his chosen people, how he blessed them, put them in a special spot, how he blessed them, gave them so many blessings, and, and how he was looking for them to produce good fruit, in other words, to live for God, to serve him and the spread of the gospel message, but tragically what happened is that instead of producing good fruit, they produced bad fruit, and that is picturing their sin their rebellion against God, their rejection of God. Well, Isaiah talked about what God did for them and in response to that, in that song of the vineyard, the Lord said, what more could have been done for my vineyard than I have done for it? And the Lord isn't asking this question because 
He wonders if he had failed the Israelites or if he has failed us. This actually is a rhetorical question, a rhetorical question. And God is basically saying, there's nothing more that he could do for us. There's nothing more that he could do for us. Our shepherd king, what he does is he searches for lost sheep. Our Lord, he rescues lost sheep. And our shepherd king, well, he takes care of us. In our reading, our Lord repeatedly says, I will do this or that for you, for his people. And now just listen to all of the I wills that are in this portion of scripture. I will search for my sheep. I will look after them. I will rescue them. I will bring them out from the nations. I will gather them from the countries. I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them. I myself will tend my sheep. I will have them lie down. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. I will shepherd the flock with justice. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David. I, the Lord, will be their God. Again, what the Lord is saying here is how he is doing, how he has done everything that we need him to do for us. He keeps on doing everything that we need. And as the Lord said to Isaiah, what more could have been done for my vineyard than I have done for it? Our shepherd king, he knows what we need and he does for us everything that we do need him to do. That's just the fact. And as a result, the Lord says, there they will lie down in good grazing land, and there they will feed in a rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. In, in word and sacrament, what the Lord does is he gives us all the spiritual nourishment, all the strength that we need to be able to make it through this sinful world. He gives us everything that we need. The Lord said, I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. When God's law has spoken to us and shown us our sin and, and torn us down by getting us to see how we on our own would deserve eternal punishment, well then it says, I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. He'll build us up and strengthen us through the gospel. But then the Lord says, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. The sleek and the strong, those are those who have, those are those who have rejected the Lord or are trusting in their own works, thinking that they're strong enough, thinking that they don't need God, that they don't need God saying to them, I'm going to do everything for you. They're going to face God's judgment. They're going to face God's judgment. But the Lord says here, for the 
for his people back then and for us today. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be, will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. Since Israel's shepherds and kings were not really interested in safeguarding the welfare of God's people back then, what God did is God send, said that he was going to send a shepherd king who would take care of them. And he'd be the Lord's servant, David. And of course, getting the timing of this book, well, David had died, that was about 400 years before this. So when the Lord is speaking about his servant David coming and being their perfect shepherd king, well, he's talking about how, well, David prefigured the greater, the perfect David, and that is Jesus the Savior, our shepherd king. The shepherd king who is true God, but also became true man in order to live and to die for us and to pay for all of our sins. He, he lived for us, he kept God's law perfectly so he could give us his holiness. He died on the cross to pay for our sins. He did all of that to conquer Satan, sin, death, and hell for us. And now what he's doing is he continues to watch out for his flock, to tend his flock, which includes us. And he does that through word and sacrament to build us up and to strengthen us in our true faith. So that now what we can also do is like God, we can search for lost sheep. We can search for lost sheep who are still out in this world and we can strive to share God's word with them so that the Holy Spirit can work on their hearts and, and make them believing children of God as well. Now it really is amazing how many times in our reading for today the Lord said, I will do this, I will do that for my people, for my many sheep and lambs. And as the Lord said to Isaiah again, what more could have been done for my vineyard than I have done for it? Our shepherd king, he does absolutely everything for our eternal souls, so that we can be with him forever. We really have something to say, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, our Shepherd King, thank you for doing everything for our eternal salvation so so we can be sure of our eternal salvation in heaven. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit 
be with you always. Amen.